Um, it's a mixture of two cordials that we've got. Just make it a little bit tropical. <laughs> it's like it's like a cocktail or something, isn't it? You like you're on a you're on, yeah. You're, I was going to say you're like on a set of James Bond, but oh, I'll take that. Oh, I'll, take I'll take that. that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen James Bond with a Bloody Mary type thing, but <laughs> I'll be the uh, modern take on James Bond. They do eventually. Yeah, and it's clearly going to be advertised. It's like, oh, look at this tropical, cordial, alcoholic, available in Asda and Sainsbury's. Mmm. Oh, the James Bond films now are so product placement, it's unreal. They are, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I, do you, does it bother you? I mean, I mean, I don't watch a film and go, oh, it's full of product placement. I'll sit, sit there and go, Pepsi, Heineken, mm. Rolex, whatever. But, like, who cares? No, I, I think they do it so subtly. I'd like him to do something like um, he goes into an Aldi one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah. Um, Just something like that. Although I, I did not... I did, well, I mean, I've, I've not watched Coronation Street for years, but I saw some sort of clip on YouTube. Um, and I did, they've got a Costa and a co-op in Corrie. Very nice. Very nice. Um, which I thought was a bit strange. Surely, like... I guess rules of TV have changed, but back in the day, those would have been like um, um, parody versions, wouldn't they? Yeah. So your Boster, and you'd be a Boster. Who up? Who up? I remember as a kid, like um, when my mum and dad used to watch EastEnders, and like there used to be a kid that used to have like an Arsenal shirt, and either it could never have the sponsor on, right, or it'd have some kind of made-up sponsor in the middle. <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, it's so frustrating. Just have the sponsor. But yeah, I love films where the product placement is so obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal. Do you remember when we did that, um, our first uni project, the video in Wolves in the box, and we did the close for the Oasis? Yes. <laughs> and I was drinking from it going, mmm, Oasis. <laughs> I always remember when um, we did that video as well. I don't know if it was third year where we had to act something out. And you we recorded a bit in the men's toilets at the union and you punched the condom machine and a, yeah, a yeah, pound yeah. actually came out. You know, oh, <laughs> a pound. <laughs> we kept that in, didn't we, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah brilliant. Uh, yeah, and that video as well at Molyneux, the, the funniest bit was we got you um, to turn you back to camera to look out to um, the stadium. Yeah. But all serious, like Batman, like really yeah. <laughs> And we had we had the camera like zoom in past you onto the wolf head, but you were like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have to decide my future. So uh, I mean, how I got a two one at uni, I'll never know. <laughs> good times they were. I mean, some of the I mean it was it was hard work, but some of the stuff was so like it was very it was very time consuming. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh me, you it's an easy one or whatever. Um and don't get me wrong, it's not the hardest. It, you know, it's not certainly not biophysics or whatever, um, but it, it was very time consuming. Yeah. When yeah. we went to the school for that documentary, for example. Oh, jeez. But I remember doing the, um, you know, we had to edit the video. Yep. I remember, I think I must have spent about two weeks, two, three weeks in that edit suite, nine to five, mm. just putting it together. It was only like a 20 minute yeah. documentary. Good times. Good times. And on that bombshell, welcome to this week's ADQ. It is the podcast where we try and debate the questions you never thought needed answering. David Evans here at the helm once again. And joining me as always is the one to my four. It's Mr. Mike Mayley. You lit. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're, we're recording this tomorrow. I'm not having that. <laughs> I was trying to think what to Bloody do this week. Hell. After, after last time when you went in full Liverpool regalia. Which I allowed, which I allowed. Yeah, be, yeah, because we beat you fair and square. Mm. 
And I thought, when can I get my next revenge? That's it, yeah. This, just bring up the City result, yeah. Yeah, this is what's going to happen every few weeks, Mike. Is then I te- Wolves will I, lose I, heavily or you'll beat <laughs> us again. And then you'll be in full Liverpool regalia again. We'll just keep this going. My um, my step, uh, stepdad, sorry, my father-in-law is a City fan. I text him saying, yeah, fair play. You deserve that. And we had a little bit of text. And then my barber, who's a City fan, and we have quite a bit of banter. I text him again saying, yeah, fair play. And he was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I said it was a penalty for Salah. And we had like this full-on five, ten-minute exchange of words and videos and stills of like, yeah, but it is like, yeah, I'm not saying he didn't dive. He did exaggerate, but he still pulled him back. You can't see his arm extended. Yes, you can. You can put it. it was so, and then at the end, he was like, yeah, I love that we could have banter. And I'm like, I'm not having banter. I hate you. What are you doing? Was it I don't like want my hair cut by you now. Was it like a Monday night football, Gary Neville, get the screen? Yeah. Slowing down. No, if you watch this and just circle that, you can And he was like, it. yeah, I saw the match, Mike. What's your point? I was like, well, just watch it. <laughs> oh, so we've got many questions to do this week. Um, and Well, let's get on to correspondence first, Mike. Um, let me do a yeah, personal... There's, there's, cor- there's not a lot. Let me- Okay, well, we'll get through the minute. Let me do a personal correspondence first. Oh, okay, okay. Um, man bun, gross. Mm-hmm. Hair's a bit longer if you're watching the YouTube version. Um, look, like you said before we were recording, I'm going to unfortunately going to have to try and go through with this. You've, you've said it now. I mean, yeah. all our 15 listeners are counting on you <laughs> to make sure that you got... I, I can't wait for the moment where it's, it's long enough for you to have like some sort of headband. Yeah um because <laughs> i'd love to see you with that transition yeah and then from there go on to the man bum we'll see catherine has already said no i had a feeling she no. might <laughs> yeah um, and a lot of people are messaging me saying dave do not do not go for the man bun um, i don't think i'm going to pull it off to be honest but um let's see how far this lockdown goes and maybe maybe do it for charity are people really going to pay me? I don't know. I think to... I think the people that have texted you, I, yeah. um, maybe not Catherine, because she doesn't want you to do it full stop, but I think your mates <laughs> that have texted you saying, no, you won't suit it, you won't suit it. Yeah. Knowing full well that you're going to look ridiculous with the man bomb, okay. if you grow it out for charity, they'd be like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all, support, I'm all behind it. Here's five, here's, here's a ten or whatever. Well, what, what I could say to Catherine, but I'm doing it for charity, Catherine, and she can't say no. no. I say, and... well, you're not, you're not giving money to charity then, are you? Catherine is an angel mm. and her conscience won't allow her to say, no, I don't want you to do it because she will be, she'll be taking money away from kids, basically. If basically. he says no. Yeah. That's what she I mean, it's nice so- that It's nice that your other half listens to this. <laughs> oh, right. Correspondence, right. Before we get into um, internal feud, feuds at home. <laughs> um, Correspondence. Yeah, we, we haven't got a lot. To be fair, one that's slightly scraping the barrel from a previous episode, and another one that one of my, one of my mates texted me from a previous episode of Correspondence. But I feel that they're both good enough to, to okay. add in. I think um, it's because so many people listen, and they're just so content with what we talk mm. about and the answers. They're just like, I've got no opinion. That is the answer. Mm. We did try and do a uh, poll about superheroes, but we didn't have a definitive answer. <laughs> there was a unfortunately okay. there was an other comment, and they were like Spider Man. He-Man, Ant-Man, and I tried to squash the, the Ant-Man. Um, okay. Right, so do you remember our first Christmas episode? Mm-hmm. I um, told you that I had a friend who re- wanted to remain anonymous. Uh, anonymous? Is that the, anonymous? He anonymously mm-hmm. yeah. texted me and didn't want me to say his name out. Um, okay. And basically he had his Christmas decorations up on the 3rd of November, I think it was. Yes, I yeah. do remember this, yeah. Um, well, he, on the 5th of February, sent me a voice note, which I thought was brilliant. And he was like, hi, Mike, how are you? Um, so this is the 5th of February, um, and I'm walking my dog, and I've just noticed three households that have still got Christmas decorations up. Jeez. By the way, it's not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just, thought, I just thought you'd really appreciate that, that there's still three houses with decorations. And I don't appreciate it, but I appreciate the fact that he thought of me and us <laughs> when going out for a walk with his dog. I really hope that when he sent you that voice memo, um, he did one of those voice changes. Hello, Mike. You do not know who I am. <laughs> Except when it comes up with his name on WhatsApp. <laughs> I've actually, we our neighbours opposite us, they've still got a red wreath in the front of their house. Uh, I we I took the girls for a walk the other day and we did notice uh, a house had a wreath on the front of me. I was like, oh, they've still got their Christmas decorations up, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hint, if, hint. She's no, if she's noticing it, 
Okay, so why people are still... Well, let's be honest, those people are probably can't be asked to take it. Surely they can't be asked. And again, it probably it goes back to the lockdown and trying to get the most of it and the mm. ones that did stupidly put them up at the 3rd of November or whatever. The, there's the other side of the spectrum going, right, well, we're still in Christmas. We're still going to enjoy this. We're still drinking every day and eating loads of food. And I hope they're exchanging presents. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. I hope that they're still on the 25th of January and then the 25th of February and whatever, they're still exchanging presents. Yeah, then it's fine. So. I accept yeah. that and I want to be a part of your family if that's the case. <laughs> okay, so more Christmas decorations up. Any other correspondence? Um, yes. So do you remember our first episode ever of Series 1? How could I forget it? Um, I, I've since listened to it and it's awful. The sound wise, anyway. But do you remember that good old question, is a hot dog a sandwich? Well, over Christmas, um, and I'm bringing this out now because we've got no other correspondence. Over Christmas, um, at Fancy Accidents on the Instagrams, mm-hmm. told me of an account called Nathan WPL LE Strange Planet. Okay. On Instagram. Catchy name. Catchy name. He's selling t shirts of a hot dog emoji with arms dancing saying, Am I a sandwich? <laughs> Which I think is brilliant. And it shows how far our podcast is spreading. That we people I are now so. unofficially using our content to make monetary gains. Uh, okay, so maybe we both need to try and buy one of those t-shirts for another. I'll episode. see. I'll see if um, I find out how much they are. Okay, and then Lovely. yeah, then one episode we're both wearing. Am I a sandwich? And then we copyright <laughs> it and sue him. <laughs> okay lovely so that, that's correspondence this week mm. i'm guessing that's it okay so well look people you can get in touch with us it's quite easy Please. we do ask questions we do answer questions and we know that 99 percent of the time we are completely wrong so we'd like to hear your versions of the answers as well mm-hmm. mike for those good people who have for some reason forgotten last week's mm. sending correspondence can you please remind them how they can do that of course i can david it's easy we have two social accounts we've got an instagram and we've got a twitter at a daft question quite easy sounds Mm -hmm. exactly the same as our podcast you can send us questions reply to tweets and us dms whatever you want we also have a youtube channel um again a daft question and you can send us messages you can't send us messages i'm still trying to get used to youtube it's a whole new thing for youtube for me you can comment on the videos yeah um or simply email us a daft question at gmail.com I've just realised there is one more correspondent which came from YouTube because uh, my friend who put the comment in, good old Mr Matthew Hobbs, texted me saying, well, are you going to read out my correspondent or not? <laughs> <laughs> which okay. is, um, you know, the first episode of this series we talked about the three shells from Dim- Dim- yes. Man. He put a comment on there saying, I thought you meant um, the three shells from Mario Kart. Do you, were you ever a Mario Kart player? Oh, ish, ish. Oh. We, we didn't have a Nintendo we had a Sega Master System after asking for Mega Drive. That was a huge disappointment. Thanks. Oh, jeez. I was going to say. Um, so we had a Master System, but we still had Sonic and everything. And then we went on to Sony and PlayStations. So we didn't really have a, a, um, a Nintendo. So it was always if we went to someone else's house, we'd play it. Uh, okay. I re- from a geeky point of view, I really appreciate the joke. So in, in Mario Kart, when you drive around the track and you like drive through like a question box and you get like a, a weapon or something to mm. use on the track... One of the uh, one of those choices is um, shells that you throw at the other carts to try and knock them over. Yep, and you can get three shells as either a green or a red or whatever. So okay. yeah, I, I appreciate. I, I looked at that and went, ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it was the verbal the the actual version of a lol. You know when you put lol in a message, mm. and sometimes I think people do actually laugh out loud a bit now, more so in a in a lockdown scenario. I do it more. Um... As a as a joke to my brother. So if he'll send me something, I'd be like, lol. Rather than actually sitting there going, ha, 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 as you do, David. Um, um, very quickly, there is a, a quick correspondence, actually. Um, I saw my chiropractor yesterday, and I've been every ooh. time I go, I'll be like, have you listened to the podcast? I listened to the podcast, listen to the podcast. He listened to one of the Christmas episodes. Yeah. Loved it, but he mm. he says he enjoys the bit before the start of it. So when we just have a general chit-chat, he says it's really, it's really funny. It's nice to know what goes on in your personal life. I was like, we're going to keep that in view, Nigel. So from that chiropractor update, by the way, we need to have that as a regular feature now, chiropractor <laughs> Well, I'm only seeing him. Now I'm, I'm seeing him in six weeks because my back's not as bad now. So in episode eight, yeah, nine, I'll come back and see what he says. Okay. So get ready for chiropractor update in a few weeks. 
Uh, but also based on his feedback, we now need to scrap all the questions and just talk about our personal lives. Yeah. Oh, and, so, and um, one of my friends also likes the toolbox conversation we had last week. Very good. Very oh, good. We, you know, people like what we do. This is that's apparently all I want to know. so. <laughs> okay, uh, enough correspondence. You can get in touch. Uh, official channels, please. Don't text us personally or message us. Two mates have kicked off from me because yeah. of that. <laughs> They're like, "Well, we're not going to bother now. We're not going to say anything." Like both, both of them text me. I was like, "Yeah, can you send me an email? Or can you do it through the official channels?" And they've gone about with Sodger. I'm not going to bother now. <laughs> official channels, please follow the guidance. <laughs> okay, let's get on to uh, questions. Michael smells. We all like to. Smell wow, we're going we hard. <laughs> we're going hard on the smells. We all like to smell, and we all think that perhaps we've. Over- <laughs> Tagline right there. <laughs> we all like to smell. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Right, sorry, there's someone knocking on my door. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. Oh, he's being serious. Someone is actually knocking on his door. Well, uh, that was comedy gold right there. Um, while we're still recording the podcast, you can get in touch. A daft question. Twitter, Instagram, email at daftquestion at gmail.com. Um, I mean, this is a monologue bit, isn't it? When I'm just going to keep talking. And luckily, Michael's back straight away. He's going to put his headphones on. So back to your thank, thank, thank goodness for that, because I was going to have to go proper talking on my own segment <laughs> then, and I was going to know what to say. Anyway, Smelly, we all probably think we've got our own smell, but we can't smell that smell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of a blurb here, Mike. I'm, I'm waffling. I, I'm, I think we just stick with, we all like to smell. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, um, my question to you is, does every house inside have its own smell? And if it does, what do you think your own house smells like? Oh, I don't know if you sent me that second follow-up question. Um, yes and no. Okay. I think if if you're old people, then yes. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some sort of woody aroma um, with the older people. Okay. Um, and I think if you don't, clean your house and there's definitely a smell but then also if you clean your house there's a a fresh fragrance there yeah um but i don't i don't know if uh. so i i remember as a kid going to either friends houses or relatives or whatever or like grandparents and whatnot and they all seem to have their un a unique smell to them okay i couldn't you couldn't ever identify what that smell was but you could you notice it straight away. When I've right. got older, I don't think I notice that anymore. Mm. But I always I, thought that was always the case. So, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I've not really been in anyone's house for nearly a year. Yeah. So I've not had <laughs> recent experience to be like, oh, oh, pancakes. Um, when, when hopefully we do, it'll just hit you. Whoa. Yes, yeah, suddenly oh God, every house smell. will have a different smell. Be like, ah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's you. Um, yeah, I, I think... So, so I don't know if there's, I mean, I don't know if we have a smell. We might have you, a... Wouldn't, you, you wouldn't smell your own smell, though, I think. Like, Go on, I like, was, like I don't You're going to say fast or something, weren't you? <laughs> no, you live in the house all the time, so you wouldn't smell the unique smell of your house. But if someone else came to your house, they may think in their heads that you, your house smells of a certain smell. So what would it smell of? Um, charisma. Oh, um, <laughs> um, I don't know what is this baby smell? Yeah, because I, as a kid, I used to always think, of course, I had these thoughts. What does my house smell like? I remember uh, a couple of my sister's exes used to say, My mom and dad's house, house always used to smell of like detergent, like cleaning mm-hmm. products. Now, in fairness, my mom we used to like clean 24 7. Yeah, I don't know how with four of us the house was actually immaculate every single day. Mm. Um, and I remember going to other people's houses and it used to have a unique smell. Like I remember my, grandpa- well, my, my, my grandparents and my mum and dad's, uh, my mum's side used to have a bit of a musty smell to it. Right. Not like off-putting, it just always had that smell. Is that an old people smell? But that's what I think, yeah. I think if I, if I remember as a kid, my dad's dad and stepmom 
I'm sure they had a smell. Um, I can't remember what type of smell, but I seem to think it was like it's an old person's, old people's homes. They have a smell. Yeah. That's that's your definite old people smell of woody, musty, death kind of smell in the air. Um, but I, I couldn't put my finger on to say what it was exactly. I'm trying to think what this, because obviously we've talked about, I've just moved to a new house, so I don't know. But uh, when we moved to this house, it mm. definitely had a smell. Right, okay. Um, and I'm trying to remember what kind of, it smelled, well, I think it smelled a bit more like dog. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that and makes it, sense. Yeah, and I think... If they had a dog, it, it doesn't make if sense. They had a dog, yeah, if yeah. they didn't have a dog, um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense in the slightest. Def- but definitely when we moved in, that night when we moved in, it definitely had a smell to it. And then obviously over the, the days that went, that kind of smell went. Mm. And I couldn't, but I, you know, I couldn't tell you what that smell is. But I, I'm always intrigued to think if someone new ever came to the house when we're allowed to. By the way, just, just while you're here. Yeah. So, <laughs> can you smell anything? I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah. <laughs> like following this, when people can come into the house and be like, hey, good to see you again. Come in, come in. Right, stop. Just let me know what, what kind of notes you're getting in the air. <laughs> what, how would you describe the smell of our house? Give them a wine glass as well. Just, 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 <laughs> just do that. Just, <laughs> But yeah, this house definitely had a, a version of a smell. Right. So, so apart from charisma, what else do you think your house smells like? <laughs> um, <sighs> talent. Yep. Um, Nappies. That's... Upstairs, there's, yeah, yeah, there's a smell of nappies. Um, I mean, I think her wardrobe. I can, when I open Ivy's wardrobe, I can smell Ivy. Yeah, um, and that's and that's a nice smell. I'm like, yeah. Um, and my um, my room. Um, when I wake up in the morning, I'll be like, oh yeah, I thought it. Um, but I don't, I don't know about the house. It depends if we what we're cooking. Like I can smell sometimes a couple of hours later what we've had for tea and stuff. I don't know. I don't mm. know what our, a nice warming smell of vanilla and artichoke. This this is the hope, isn't it? This is the hope smell. <laughs> uh, I I would just be intrigued to know whether anybody else has the same thought that they um, go into other people's houses and there's a kind of smell or whether I'm just insane. And I, no, I think, I think there's, a the- there's definitely a theory there, as I said, because certainly with old people, I think there's a smell. Mm. Um, and I think you can tell if, if someone, like you said with your mum, if someone regularly cleans their house, mm. like every day or whatever, polishes and puts your ambipure in the plug socket mm. and whatever, I think there's a definite smell there. Uh, and on the flip side, if you don't do anything to your house, there's all sorts of bad aromas that you just don't comment on. But whether it's, yeah, I think there's a theory there, but it would be interesting to see if other people have walked into someone's house and gone, yeah, you, this this smells different to mine. Yeah. Well, let us know if um, pre-lockdown you had those yeah. opinions. And then obviously, hopefully, once we get to some version of post-lockdown where we're allowed into people's houses, please just walk into the house, hug your family or friends, whoever it is, when you're allowed to, and then first thing you do, just take a big whiff, and then and then please report back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as you've seen, we've done correspondence from the first episode and the Christmas episode, so we're quite happy to go back and do correspondence yeah. from previous episodes. So if this is season series four, episode yeah. ten, and you walk into a house and go, "Yeah, it smells different," let this us know. Is, this is classic sitcom storylines, Mike. You have to revisit <laughs> stuff from previous series. Give people the long listener fans the the rewards. Yes, oh, I remember is... that. Yeah. It's just like Marvel films. It's great. Okay, smelling of the house is done. We need some correspondence on that, so please let us know. Let's get on to listener questions, Michael. Right, it's time for listener questions. This is the point of the show where you send us your questions and we try our very best to answer them if we can, but we also accept correspondence. You see how desperate <laughs> we are um, <laughs> for, for your versions of answers on these questions as well. Uh, Michael, what have the people been sending us in the last few days? So we um, got a great question from our friend at Dr. Wilding, our Twitter friend. Good old Dr. Wilding, yeah. Um, great questions. Come in. Did Jackie Weaver have the authority? Oh, 
I loved this video. Absolutely <laughs> loved this if video. If nobody's seen this video, just type in Jackie Weaver on YouTube and you'll yeah. see. I don't recommend the full 18 minutes because I don't think there's any point. It just kind of tails off, I think, a little bit. Mm. But have you, have you, somebody's done like a 15 minute the best of, of that whole meeting? Oh, that? No, I haven't. That's very good to watch as well. Okay. Okay. Have you seen the latest Zoom etiquette faux pas video that went around yesterday? of the American kind of court. Yes. And the best thing was, he said, I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm a real person. But the cat filter, at that moment, he looks worried as well. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um, yeah, so did Jackie Weaver have the authority, David? Um, I've read an article afterwards that actually says, said that in that context, she didn't, she didn't have the authority. Well, I don't think she did. No. I think what's happened is out of that group of technophobes, she's mm. the only one that really gets how to work Zoom. So yeah. she's set up the meeting. Um, and then because the chairman, the chairman said something that she didn't like, she was like, she's, she, she was a bully at school. She was like, no, get rid of you. And that was it. And then... <laughs> eruption it was oh it was brilliant but i don't think she had the authority i like to think though that she did that's my that's my version well yeah i'd like to think she did yeah because otherwise it's just rude i'm sure you can um there's a shortcut on zoom i've done it before if you ever want to wind up any any of your mates if you've got like a group zoom call Mm -hmm. um i think it's control f i think if you're in a call and someone says oh you know so and so is playing i'm trying to get this to work just say, oh, if you try pressing control F, and I think when you do that, they just kick themselves out of the meeting. Oh, right. So, uh, so uh, try that in a, I think it's control F. Try that in a future Zoom meeting to wind up on your mouse. I'll, I'll, I mean, all of them, I think, listen to this, to be fair to them. Yeah. Um, so, I think. Any mates that don't. Right. I'm okay. sure there's a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So Jackie Weaver, I very much think she had the authority. I mean, I'm in that camp. You think she did? I think she had the authority. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. she. Legally, as they all like to keep saying, legally, um, I don't think she did. But as the organizer of the meeting, then mm-hmm. she does have powers that other people don't have, and she okay. exercised that power. But she should, 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 she should have just put a cat filter on anyone, everyone <laughs> yeah. next time. Just do that; it'll make it better. Right? Okay. Thank you, Mr. Walding, for that excellent question. Other correspondence, Mike? Um, Yes. So we've got at Chloe Louise nineteen oh three. She's well old. I was going to say. <laughs> Um, on the Instagram, um, message just saying, uh, I'm going to say, right, no, I'm just going to read the message. She messaged, hi, just wondering if you could answer my question on whether water is wet or if it makes things wet. Oh, okay. Um, water is wet, isn't it? It makes things wet once it touches the surface or another yeah. component, but ultimately water Oh, this is the orange one again, isn't it? Because in, <laughs> in order to touch water, you are therefore mm. making it making the surface wet of whatever you you know. You I I, th- I would say water is wet. Mm. That would be because you get wet from it, so it has to be wet to be wet. Like mm-hmm. that's like that's me saying I'm solid, but then you're like, well, I don't know if you're solid unless you touch me. So then I touch you, and you can feel that I'm solid. I think this is how the band Wet 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 got their name from. <laughs> they were trying to debate this question and they said wet so many times. So one guy in the corner has just gone, oh, wet, wet, wet. Hang on. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Write that down, Barry. Write it down to wet, wet, wet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think water is wet. We'll go mm. through that one. Okay. Um, and then at Metallica UK. Good old Matt. Um, has sent a scenario to us. He's obviously tapping to him and he wants to get our opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at a cafe and they're making me a milk-based drink and use milk from two different bottles. Mm. It makes my skin crawl. Just open a new bottle, not mix the end of the first one. What do you think? So is he saying so? What they've they've end to they've ended one bottle. They've still got yep. more of his drink to do, so they've opened up another bottle. Yeah, to go in. I, I, I personally don't have a problem with that. No, won't bother me. No, no? sorry, Matt. <laughs> I don't... What is he suggesting to do then if they're halfway through? I think he, he says at the end, just open a new bottle, not mix the end of the first one. So rather than use that little bit left in one bottle, he would prefer them to waste that milk 
Oh, okay. And then uh, to open the new bottle and just use what the quantity needed. Again, I personally don't have a problem. It's wasting milk, isn't it, surely? Is it like the dregs? Do you think it's the dregs of the milk and therefore it's not? It might well, be I'm, a bit off. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. Obviously, the, the bottle that's coming towards the end has been opened longer and it's probably closer to its best before date than the fresh bottle of milk. Mm-hmm. So rather than mixing the slightly mature milk with a fresh mm. new milk, he just wants new milk. No, sorry. Sorry, mm. Matt. I'm, 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 I don't really no. care on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what other people think. Are you in Matt's camp or are you not in Matt's camp? Um, okay, other questions? Um, yeah, it's a tough one, this, because I've never watched it, but I, I, I understand the idea of the show. Okay. So... At Stu J4Z has asked, mm-hmm. how is it possible that Midsummer Murders is a big deal on American Netflix? And I didn't even know it was until he no, said so this. I, when, I, when I saw this answer, I had to Google it to see if I could find any news stories. Like, mm. Midsummer Murders, number one on Netflix in the US, and I couldn't see anything. My presumption is Americans love the quaint British yeah, yeah, countryside yeah. poshness, don't they? So they probably like that aspect when they say see Midsummer and they see the little village life. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just a murder With a mystery. Nice little spin on it. Yeah. This probably again, you know, uh episode in series one about EastEnders and how did people get to move to the area? How do a state agent yeah, yeah. sell? Surely the same with Midsummer Murders. It, the exactly crime the rate, the crime rate must be there extortionate. Just don't look at any papers. Don't look at any papers. <laughs> This is the Fireman Sam complex again, having too many resources for a small seaside <laughs> town. We've actually they got must... Oh, sorry, go on. All I was going to say is Midsummer must have the police force of a city or the crime unit. They must have their own like FBI just for that area. Well, isn't isn't it not just based on one woman that is a detective? Is that not? Uh, I thought Midsummer no. Murders was one woman. Isn't it a guy for Midsummer Murders? Oh, Again, know. never never watched it. I remember listening to a, a a program on, I think it was on Five Live ages ago, where they were talking about Midsummer Murders. Mm. And there, there is somewhere, we're trying to get out for next week. If we can oh, remember. no, it's there two guys. A, it is two guys. Yeah. There is a Wikipedia page that goes through all the deaths in every single episode. Um, oh, of Midsummer Murders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe we need to, I might try and um, dig that out for next week as technical correspondence but yeah <laughs> it, it must be i think it must be popular because it's the quaint british village lifestyle mm. that's how i take it cool okay Stu, if you if you if you found an article that proves this that why it's so popular does he watch you, midsummer murders he must do Stu, knowing Stu, very well i mean he watches, he watches everything so from what i know of um cage fighting podcast and his twitter mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if he did Okay. Uh, Stu, please let us know. Get back in touch. Give us some kind of article that proves uh, Midsummer Murders' popularity in the old USA. Uh, other <laughs> questions, Mike? Um, we're going to leave it at that because um, we've got one, but it requires some purchases and okay. f- some training on my behalf because I want to beat you um, that we're going to do next week. <laughs> I'm going to just, there is one that I think we mentioned last week. We might have talked about this week, so we might have to just mention it now. Uh, Richard Hobbs' question from two weeks ago about Hunger Games. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, have okay. you, did you say you've not watched Hunger Games? I've never watched Hunger Games. Okay. So I've watched it, and it's basically... Do you know what the concept of it is, what they have to do? I think there's a group of people, and to stay alive, they have to stay alive in a game. Yeah, so they're basically... On, to try and simplify it, they're on an island, they all get dumped on, and then at the start of it, when they're dumped on, like a massive crate of different weapons is dumped... Right. I have to almost run to the crate, pick up what they want, run away, and it's basically who survives. There we go. Yeah, so he asked us, Richard Hobbs 6, how would you slash what is the best way to survive the Hunger Games? See, I think rather than then just going for a weapon and give and almost being in a scenario when, when you pick up a weapon, someone else could just do something to you with said weapon mm. at that moment, I would just run the opposite way. Just run away from everybody else and create further distance and the potential just to hide somewhere. I'm pretending to understand what you're saying. <laughs> so, okay. I'm trying to explain. So you're all... Is it like, have you watched Death Race? The movie? No, but... Right. There, the it's prisoners concept. and then they put on TV, it's a race and the survivor gets to leave jail, I think. And it's just like 
it's a death race. He's driving along, but all these things uh, happen. Okay. Is it similar to that? Is it I, that kind of? I don't know. It might be. Okay, I've fine. not seen Death Row. Just imagine, right? Me, Crack you, on, David. Right, me, you, and some of our friends were all <laughs> dumped on an island. We all fall at the same time on an island, right? Yeah. Right in front of us yep. is a mass. Yep. <laughs> right in front of us is like a massive crate of weapons, all open. Yeah. Different yep. weapons: swords, knives, guns, bow and arrows, whatever. Right. You've got to run to this crate, pick up one item. Yeah. Yeah. And then run away. Everybody disperse without trying to get killed. Okay. Yeah. So I could pick up a, a knife and I could try and throw it at you and kill you. And that's it. You're out the game. Right. I'm, I'm so, right. It's, so it's the group of people, let's say it's 10 people and there's a group yeah. of people and they've, they're all fighting against each other. Yes. And okay. it's whoever survives the last, right? So my theory would be because everyone's running to the same middle to pick up a weapon to then disperse and survive. Right. I wouldn't run to the weapons. I would run away. So you give yourself more time to run away yep. from everybody else, more time to hide. And also, when I run away, let's hope, let's say there's some forest area, I would try and hide near the edge of that forest. Mm-hmm. Because my theory would be everybody's going to run in the opposite direction and as deep as possible. Okay. So everyone's, okay. Just, going to run pa- everyone's just going to run past me and forget I'm there. Sure. It's yeah. It sounds like <laughs> a tactic for the Royal Rumble that you just leave yeah. under the bottom rope and hide and wait until everyone's done it, and yeah. you come out and be like, push you over the edge. Yeah, run. That's basically what I would do. So that's my um, thing for Hunger Games, which okay. Hopefully that helps. Um, okay, listener questions done. Are we? Yes. 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 Good. Yes, yes. Good. Michael's so riveted by that Hunger Games chat. <laughs> Well, no, I, I was 100% listening. Um, I was just yeah. getting ready for the secret question that I'm going to ask you. Okay. But I was well, listening it's... and I get understand okay. the concept. Okay, good. Right. Okay, list of questions done. Thank you very much for sending them in. Uh, just a quick recap, Mike, how people can send in their questions. I'm chewing ice. After you've had the ice cube. I weren't ready. Um, Twitter and Instagram at a daft question. Email us a daft question at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us a comment and then for us to read it three weeks later, go on YouTube and search a daft question. It's surprise question time. It's the part of the podcast where uh, Michael or I will ask each other a surprise question. We've had no pre-planning for it whatsoever. It's completely off the cuff and we have to try and answer it as best as possible. This week, it's Michael's turn to ask us, ask myself this surprise question. Michael, what have you got store this week? So cast your mind back to a time where at work you could go into meetings mm-hmm. and you could see people and everyone sits together and listens to somebody tell you you're doing a naff job or a good job or whatever that... Me- okay, meeting yeah. is for my question david is if you could have a theme tune theme music to walk into the meeting at work what yeah. would, and it's not wrestling related it's like a song the pop song or whatever's on the radio whatever what okay. song would you choose as your theme music to walk oh. into a meeting with this is like every every well wrestling fan stream especially i would say <laughs> to have your own ent- and have that moment where you have that entrance scene the problem is i'd probably still have to stick to the wrestling <laughs> side of it i think it's the only way really what would i have um i'm trying to think of something really good oh that's a it relief probably, yeah <laughs> the problem is i think it also depends on the tone of how you're entering the meeting as well. So, for example, if I want to be purposely late mm-hmm. and they say, oh, where's David gone? Then you'd have the stone cold music because okay, you'd then. have the shatter glass and you just walk in like a badass. But if you want your own... In this scenario, does everybody get their own interest music? Yeah. Go to the meeting or is it just me? Yeah, I'm, right I'm, well? I'm thinking everyone has a, um, an entrance theme music okay. and you've got to have one for every single meeting. But okay. purposely focus on like the impact of the first meeting. Okay. So it's the I first think... time you can do this. What are you going to do? I think for most impact and to try and big myself up and it's we're relating to a, a, something we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I'm going for the big show. Well, really? it's a big show. I'm just walking. Yeah. And then you come out as such a disappointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, 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 David. Hi, guys. Yeah, oh, it's you. <laughs> Look at my well, man bun. 
But then I set up the. <laughs> but then I set up the pyro. Would you have? Uh, well, I would set up pyro as well in the meeting. So that when I come out, oh, you have pyros. And okay, I didn't think of pyros. You could also have the Kurt Angle theme music, but then everybody would chant "You suck at you." No, that's not Kurt Angle. Is that rocket? Generic. That's not even. Yeah, move on. But then everybody would go, you suck. I was like, no, that doesn't work. But then I would have that. I'll go to my knees and put my hands up the air and have the pyro behind me. You've thought about this more in two minutes than I have for three weeks. But I think, again, I think this probably is in tune more with wrestling fans or people who used to watch it in the Attitude Era back in the day. Um, who would probably secretly like their own entrance music into a meeting. I think a lot of people, whether you watch wrestling or not, if you could mm. walk into a meeting and, and then you've got your music that hits and everyone's like, oh, it's such a body. I think it'd be pretty cool. You could have, um, to really freak people out, is it Randy Orton's music where it's like, I hear voices in yeah. my head and people go, geez, he hears voices in his head. What's <laughs> he doing here? Oh, he must be medieval. Would you have the rocks music and go full rock? So when you walk in the meeting, you ignore everyone. You pull up a chair, fling your arm up and drop, smell the air and be like, oh, yes, this room does have a smell to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't think of any wrestling music. Well, uh, okay, would you... Let, let me think, hang on. What would Mike go for? <laughs> mm, okay. It, surely it wouldn't be Buble, because that's a bit too soulful. I had two, but I had to get rid of one. Okay. Um because I don't want to be lynched. Surely one of them has got to be a five song. <laughs> that might be the one that's in front of me, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, which five song would it be? <laughs> um, it, would, would, it wouldn't be the... Would it be the Will Will Rock You cover? No. No. Um, oh, I'm just imagining you'd come into the point where Jay does the rap, and you would do the rap. <laughs> Yeah, what, what? a little bit, yeah. Yeah, go on, go on. Which, which song um, is it? If you're getting down by five. Yes. Yes. So imagine the scene. It's quiet. <laughs> it's all black. There's no lights yeah. on. And suddenly, if you're getting down, baby, I want it now, baby. Come and get it on, baby. I want it now, baby. And they haven't come in yet, okay. <laughs> right? And the lights are flashing. Scene number one. Look at look at scene number one. Lights are flashing. Everyone's like, "Oh, what's going on? What's going on?" Derek, and then Derek, I walk in. F- Derek, can you fix those <laughs> electrics yet? There's a guy in the corner having an athletic fit. <laughs> You've just hired um, someone with hired someone with the light switch going up and yeah. down. Um, and then I come in with, "I want to take a little time to refresh your mind because the boys are back in town with a different kind." Please, please continue <laughs> with the rap. <laughs> Who's got the funk? You got the funk, right? Everybody want to boogie down tonight. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Move around from side to side. I got what it takes to beat the place. Your funky bass. I give everybody crazy shakes. Come on. Please. I'd walk in on that bit. Okay, please. You were you did know that off by heart. You weren't reading that off. Um, I did. Ha- I had lyrics as a oh. backup. As a backup. Oh. But 98% of that was memory. There was just okay. one or two words I had to make sure that I said correctly. We need, in some kind of post-lockdown, we need to somehow try and recreate that with you in a meeting, doing that. Because <laughs> that reminds me slightly of um, David. Do you ever see in The Office with David Brent when he does this, the most motivational talk? I've only, I've never, I've, I've seen oh. odd episodes of The Office. And it's brilliant. I'm, I, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. I've just never watched it as a collective series. There's one where he does like a motivational talk and he comes out to simply the best. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. So we need to try and recreate that with you doing the rap. Right. And so, so me, I, in the co- me, me in the corner begrudgingly just doing the light switch. I'll, um, I'll have Ivy sat down in her um, high chair and I'll walk out and then I'll press play and so I'll come in like, your boys are back in town with a different kind. And we're like, yeah, Ivy, your dad's okay. sick. Um, so I'm going for Big Show easily there. And then, Mike, because we had to know your answer, because I needed to know what you were going to have for that. Uh, the other one, I can't, remember which, I, I can't remember which one it was, but another one was a Jay-Z one. Um, 
I can't remember the, which song I decided to pick, but because it featured the N word a few times, I thought, don't know if I can mm. get away with that. No, I don't think so at all. No. Uh, okay, surprise question. Very good question this week, Mike. Thank you very <laughs> much for that. Uh, okay, so it's time for last question of the podcast. Michael, shopping. Um, it's something we'd like to do if we can and safely in the current lockdown scenarios. Uh, but let's imagine a world, Michael, where um, lockdown is not there. We can freely go to the shop without a mask on and whatnot. Um, but you want to play a little bit of a game uh, with uh, the shopping people. I'm saying this question, and I can hear my girls in the background just going I crazy. I can hear the them. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, they're doing that anyway. So, anyway, uh, shopping, you can do what you want, but you want to play, I'm hearing pots and pans just being thrown about. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? Are you sat there like, yeah, Catherine's dealing with it, or I'm making a noise and a mess, and she's not handled, handling this how I would handle it? I'm doing a professional podcast. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so we're shopping. You want to play a bit of a game, Michael. So... You have to go around the uh, your shopping place of shop, let's say supermarket, of course. Yeah. Um, and you have to you you are picking three items to take to the checkout system to freak them out. Mm-hmm. What three items are you picking to freak out your checkout system? I had a dark answer for this. Okay. I think a lot of people probably went into the same tangent when you think of this question. In um, because it kind of years and years ago. It kind of happened to me, and I thought and I put it on the conveyor belt, and I thought this doesn't look good. But it was two items; it, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't three. So I'm just going to add an item to it. I think. Okay. Um, so it was. <laughs> so I'm I... looking forward to this. <laughs> so I went to Tesco, and yeah. um... <laughs> um, and got some lube. Yeah. Um, but I also remember thinking, oh, I need to get such a body's birthday card. And they were a child. So on the conveyor belt, I had some lube and a kid's birthday card. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I, went, and I thought nothing of it until I put it on. I was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't look good. <laughs> but like quick, did you like quickly try to get some more things and you were just like chopping no, the buttons? No, so like, I was, no, it was, it was, I was too bad. late. I was too late. <laughs> I put it down. I was waiting in the queue and I thought, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So to add to that, I would get a cucumber. (laughs) Yeah, that does actually make it a lot worse. (laughs) Very dark. See, I was thinking the same kind of line. So I I, I would have said lube as well, maybe some carrots. So you're starting to build up a picture. Right. But then the last item, you go completely random for them to think, what the hell are you? All right. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, this is where Aldi comes in again, and you go to the special aisles. Ah, yeah, yeah. And you pick, so I'd be maybe a, ca- a pack of carrots, some lube, and um, a foldable ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Right. Or the same the same thing, but a dog bed. Wow, a dog bed. But you put, you put those three, and you'd be like, I mean, I get the carrots and lube, but I don't get the ladder. <laughs> I was, that's um, what people are queuing up Aldi on the Thursday for. Uh, in the same kind of tangent, somebody, a, a friend of mine years ago when she was at uni, uh, she had a, a summer job at Boots. And um, she said that when you used to have like the big like, offers, like three for twos and that, mm. you used to get like men in their 40s, like bulking up, like buying the three for two triple packs of condoms. All right, okay. And going to the, like, she was like, you know, you'd have these men come to the till with like three massive pack of condoms and mm. you'd be like how do i react to this <laughs> the thing uh, is they're, they're gonna talk about it with the, the other um colleagues yeah like when like you've been in retail as well like if anything something like that happened you you can't wait to tell somebody mm. about this just happened or they've just bought this and why do you think why do you think he's got a birthday card and lube and a cucumber um or whatever you can't wait to be like and then from that they'll come up with all different scenarios guaranteed um, I'm trying to think of sort of random things that would like people would think, what the hell is going on? But I think, unfortunately, we all went to the same place. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got to start with lube because yeah. then an array of possibilities. Come the only that. thing I thought of is I'd buy a massive chicken and two packets of dairy milk. What about um, a teddy bear? Yeah. Some condoms and WD 40. 
Oh, we're having a visitor. And and now we talk about teddies. Hello. Okay, so you talk, I will. Just been given a shopping order from the elder. Rice Krispies? Uh, no, crisp. Oh, crisps. crisp. Krispies. Okay. Yes, so that's the shopping done for later yeah, on. Yeah, boom. So a debut appearance for my eldest daughter there. Aww. Yeah, she's such a cutie. Uh, yeah. So she'll she'll have a go at me later when I, I forget to get them. Um, <laughs> forget. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, that would freak me out. Mm. Especially if it was that... one of their massive teddies as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, just while oh. I'm here, I just thought I'd get some WD forty foot door. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. Yeah, that would freak me out. I think. <laughs> Um, I'm interested to hear what other people's three things would be. That would be, that'd well. be great. It would be great if we, that would be great correspondence. Yeah. And I think we'd be great to not only hear your three things, but if you have been in a scenario like you, yes. where you put three things down, or if you have been in the retail the other sector, end yeah, of it. and just strange things. I really want to hear that. So, um, yeah. And on that bombshell, Mike, unless that you need, you has, need to get some crisps. I need to go to the shops and get some crisps. Yeah. But on that, what flavor would she want? Uh, she said the green. One, we'll get so to the, we'll get to the bombshell in a minute. What yeah, uh, yeah. flavors are you get? <laughs> well, she green, so she's talking salt and vinegar. Okay, but I always find it annoying. Maybe this is another question for another time. That different crisp um, brands may have different colors for. Their I think that is a different brands. question because the Walkers, especially, is annoying. But I think oh, I think the Walkers set set the benchmark. Right, well, have we not okay, talked? Have we mentioned this before? We may have done. Let's leave that for another week. Yeah, that's, that's a, that, that could be a good week. question. But yeah, okay. So on that bombshell, Mike, I've got a shopping order to do. Um, yeah. And maybe, maybe apart from the crisps, I'll buy two other items as well to freak out the Boom. shops. We'll see what they do. Um, Michael, just to remind people, because we're so desperate correspondents, no one can really tell, uh, but how do people finally get in touch with the show every single week? Instagram, Twitter, at a daft question. YouTube, search a daft question. Email us, a daft question at gmail.com. Boom. Lovely. Uh, so for this week, we'll have another episode next week as always. But for this particular week, <laughs> it's bye from Mike. And it's bye from David. Bye from me. See you next time. Mm-hmm.